1: Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy.
2: Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. As you know, this month we are doing a lot of work with our friends, Alliance Defending Freedom, ADF, great public interest law firm defending religious freedom as well as free speech rights. Big case they have here right out of Phoenix, um, involving what is known as the brush and Nib Studio. Delighted to have the two creators, owners of the Brush and Nib Studio, Brianna and Joanna, as well as their ADF attorney, Sam Green. I'm going to get to the attorney in just a moment, Mr. Green, if you can hold off. uh, Just for the audience that may not be familiar with the case, let me go to your two clients if I might first, and I'll just work alphabetically here. Brianna, I'll start with you. If you wouldn't mind telling me just a little bit about what the Brush and Nib Studio is, is uh, is and does I'll ask I'll then go to Joanna to talk about a little bit of her perspective on what the case is about and then we'll talk to Mr. Green so Brianna tell us a little bit about Brush and Nib Studio
3: um, yeah we are an art studio located in Phoenix we create um, custom hand-painted and hand-lettered wedding invitations um, wedding vows um, paper-related goods um, for events Um, such as, like, life events, as baby um, announcements, all sorts of things. So, um, yeah, we just started our business um, a few years ago. Joanna and I met at our Bible study at college group, and um, we both found that we both had this love and passion um, for creating art. We're both self-taught, and we started collaborating together, and then eventually we just decided that we will go ahead and open
2: brush and nip. it's the kind of small business that opens that you know you just kind of cheer on you love you know you two young women put together a small business based on their god-given talents and you just want to root for them and you just want to cheer that kind of thing on the kind of small business that opens that makes you want to cry thank you for that brianna so joanna tell me oh, a little you. bit about what brought you to seeking out the help of alliance defending freedom our friends at adf
3: Yeah, definitely, and thanks for having us on. You bet. Um, We we reached out to ADS um, because we were concerned about our rights as artists. Um, As anyone else who's an artist out there knows, and some of you can probably imagine even if you're not an artist, art is incredibly personal, Mm -hmm. and uh, and everything that we create is really an extension of who we are. So when we realized that our speech as artists uh, might be stifled, uh, we were concerned about that. So we reached out, and uh, sure enough, our free speech was in jeopardy, and so we, we uh, filed this case because you know the right of artists to create freely and authentically is important to us, and it should be important to everyone. And we wanted to speak out for the artistic community as a whole.
2: Well, I'm glad you did, and thank you for doing it and standing up for an artistic community that depends on and is amongst the first to, uh, you know, try and defend themselves on on issues having to do with the First Amendment. So good for you for doing this, Mr. Green. Thank you for <laughs> coming on and taking this case up. One asks, let me start. What is the disposition of the case right now, and why did uh, Brianna? Joanna think that they were going to be running afoul of the dictates of the city of Phoenix.
3: Sure. Well, thanks for having me on the show. Really appreciate you. Bet. It.
2: We appreciate you, Joanna
3: and Brianna. Oh, thanks, Joanna and Brianna. Discovered that Phoenix actually has a criminal law that threatens them with jail time and fines if they politely decline to create artwork expressing messages that violates their core convictions. And in this case, that would be artwork celebrating same-sex marriage. Mm-hmm. Joanna and Brianna are Christians, and they believe that God created a marriage as a union between one man and one woman, and so that's the only view of marriage that they can celebrate. Yet Phoenix you know, threatens to make them criminals and imprison them if they decline to create artwork contrary to those beliefs. So they ended up going ahead and filing the lawsuit and are really pushing for the principle that Artists must be free to live and work consistent with their beliefs without punishment by the government. And so this case has been going on for a few years now, and it's gone all the way to the Arizona Supreme Court. And we are currently waiting for a decision from the court, one that we hope upholds freedom for Joanna and Brianna. And for speakers across the state
2: and country, and artists, right? I mean, uh, any number of us can remember the fights in the late '80s and early '90s about artists who weren't of the religious faith that Brianna and Joanna share or have, uh, who were demanding that they get uh, the protections of uh, the First Amendment when it came to insulting religion. For goodness' sakes, uh, but Mr. Green, that does raise this question: Is this this is all under the First Amendment? Is this a religious case or a speech case, or is it a blend?
3: It's actually both. Yeah. So everyone, regardless of their views about same-sex marriage or whether what they want to say is motivated by their religious beliefs or not, should be free to speak the messages they desire to speak and to refrain from speaking those that violate their convictions. Of course. And so that's the principle that we're putting forth in this case.
2: No one should be able to tell someone else what they believe. That's a violation of the highest conscience, according to Thomas Jefferson. And no one should be able to tell someone what they have to say, which is, I mean, I think a long tradition in U.S. Supreme Court and First Amendment history. I would think that this would be a relatively easy case. But for the fact that Brianna and Joanna run afoul with their Christian beliefs of the currents of the time, Uh, Mr. Green, As their attorney, um, I know that there was a famous bakery case that went to the Supreme Court that sounds a little bit related in some respects. I know it also dealt with a different law. I wonder if you could tell us where the similarity and distinctions are.
3: Sure. So my firm, Alliance Defending Freedom, had the pleasure of representing Jack Phillips, a cake designer in Colorado and the owner of Masterpiece Cake Shop, which Mm -hmm. is the case you're referring to. And we... He faced a similar issue that Joanne and Brianna do, where, like these artists, he gladly serves everyone, including those within the LGBT community, but can't use his talents to celebrate events and express messages that violate his convictions. But in that case, the Colorado government was trying to force him to do so. And that case went all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. And the court there ended up ruling on a somewhat narrow issue, but made a pretty strong pronouncement the government cannot be hostile towards people's religious beliefs, and the government officials need to respect uh, people who hold these beliefs about marriage in good faith. And there's people all across the country who hold in good faith that marriage is between a man and a woman, who still love and serve everyone, but simply can't violate their convictions and express messages that violate their beliefs. So we're hopeful that the Arizona Supreme Court will look to that decision and uh, recognize that tolerance is really a two-way street. Mm-hmm. In our pluralistic society, everyone should have the opportunity to express their views as they hold them and not be compelled by the government on threat of jail time and fines to express contrary messages.
2: We expect the Arizona Supreme Court to give us a decision, certainly when, by when, before, certainly before the year is out, I would think, right?
3: I would think so. There's are no, hoping any day. Yeah, it could be any day, right, right?
2: Yeah. Well, we are we, we are so glad that you have argued this. Brianna and Joanna, I have gone to your website, uh, brush, brushandnib.com. It's beautiful work that you do. And the next time I uh, need something like that, I'm going to uh, be uh, reaching out to you, too. It looks like just gorgeous work. Mr. Green, representing. You. You're welcome, Mr. Green, representing ADF. We know you do beautiful work as well. I'm mean, going to have more to say about Alliance Defending Freedom later, but want to thank you for your time and re-alerting Arizonans to the stakes at play here and to this case, which has national implications. Thank you all very, very much. Thanks for, for having us. You betcha. God bless.
1: Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy.